Welcome to Thank You for the Podcast, the only podcast. I'm Frank, and this is my co-host, Toze. What's up, everybody? Uh, we're the only MCR podcast on the internet. I'm going to keep saying it. We're the only podcast. We're the only podcast. I'm going to keep saying it until it comes true. Uh, eventually, the other MCR podcasts will give up, and uh, it'll just be us. It'll just be us in the audience. Just us. Just the three of us. I love watching those pod bean numbers grow. <laughs> love watching those. Yeah. yeah, love watching our oh, pod bean grow. Beans. Yeah, grow into a big old Gotta stock. Gotta keep an eye on those beans. Yeah. I'm always looking at the beans while I'm in traffic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 better, what better time to do it? Uh, oh, man. We've had a real doozy of a week on Twitter. We've had a doozy of a, of a time on the pod between recording guest spots out of order and uh, uh, just the general chaos of uh, running such a successful podcast. What do you have to say about that? Do you have anything? Do you have anything to add to uh to what's happened on online? Do you have any supernatural news? No. No. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, you do. Um, apparently, like there was uh, somebody who worked on the crew of Supernatural, like yeah. leaked a picture of the script Ooh. for um the confession episode. Yeah. <clears throat> and it was like. Clearly, a whole bunch of shit cut out when the CW was uh, very adamantly like, "No, we didn't. Uh, we didn't chop it up or anything. We this is how it was supposed to be from the it's beginning." Yeah. Yeah, it's all a fucking lie. Every piece of but media, it, it was confirmed that you know every piece they of did media not you've ever script. consumed has been run through fucking J.K. Rowling's hands, or greasy little fucking hands. Disgusting. Disgusting. Greasy, slimy, pale, salty, and vinegar at the same time. Somehow both. Yeah. Like so sweaty, but freezing cold. Wipe your fucking hands off. (laughs) Sorry. uh, (laughs) Do you want me to put? uh, Why don't Why don't we break the mood with? uh, I have this queued up because I think, I think due to the nature of this week's song, not because it's like, uh. Not in the same way that Party at the End of the World was, but like in a different way. I think I have an interesting lineup of things ready for us. Okay. But I wanted to start with something maybe just a little more. Um, I don't know if it's normal, but just it's it's uh it's kind of beautiful. I think this is a a very old man named Frank Watkinson. Uh uploaded this year he's got a fucking shitload of covers on youtube by the way and they're all like this uh he's uploaded a cover of chelsea hotel by leonard cohen which is a, a song that i really like so we're just gonna put this on in the background okay while we i don't know while we kind of get in the get, get ready for this 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 episode of the podcast man i hope this doesn't get us fl- no n- nothing will get us flagged we don't we don't play the audio well enough no I'm just looking at this old man's little turtle face. Yeah, he's got a real turtle face. He's old as hell. Yeah. But he's uploading covers like every single day. Good for him. Uh, Glad he's keeping busy. Yeah, somehow his room has the best reverb I've ever heard. Either that or he's got like an effect. He's got several guitars just like... Chilling. Just like sitting on the floor. Yeah. 
Um, there was a uh, there was a, <laughs> a thumbnail for another video on the side that said "Young Soldier meets Old Soldier" or something. Yeah. Like, not much has changed. Like, I fucked both your wives. <laughs> Rest in peace, uh, that guy's wife. Who got fucked <laughs> to death, probably. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm starting out the episode so uh, so intensely, everyone. Wow. You know, I mean, it's worked for us so far, though. I think our brave ventures into the sonic world of a uh, podcast has. Yeah, you just say whatever so shit far. comes to your mind. Uh, Not whatever. Mm. I filter it mm. a little bit, but you know, I keep it appropriate. Appropriate okay. for the moment. This is beautiful. It really is. I've been listening to a lot. I mean, we've been listening to a lot of Gulch Pod, whether you like it or not. And uh, I don't know. There's something about basking in the silence sometimes. It's really nice. Yeah. I I just, I mean, I think Gulch Pod is like, like, you know, it's something. (laughs) Yeah. Um, It really is. I just really disagree with most of their opinions. Oh, that's fair. They're just kind of rambling yeah they don't know what the fuck they're talking no, about no absolutely i mean i'm gonna say no but they followed us back well then i take back what i said they're great people <laughs> <laughs> yeah they, they instantly like followed us back we're trying to get some real celebs on the pod too uh or at least celebs in the eyes of uh fucking any of us me, yeah me. i mean it, it, us personally just yeah me. just just the two of us uh I'm not gonna say who unless it unless it turns into nothing then in, uh, I'll talk about it eventually. Man, I'm going to crank our mics up a little bit. Okay. Sure. Just make sure we're getting... Oh, my my face scratched against the mic. Wow. That was interesting. Uh, Here, I'll do the same. Nice. If you guys no, are yeah. having trouble hearing the podcast, uh, just turn it up. <laughs> if, it sounds, if it sounds bad, just turn it up. And if you can't turn it up anymore, get something that plays it louder. I don't yeah, know what else to say. Yeah, get one of say. those mojo things to fucking crank that shit yeah. up to like... 600 ohms. Hook it up to your dad's stereo system. Uh, we've kind of just been talking for like six minutes. Do you want to? Yeah, we're six uh, minutes in. Well, okay. Let's 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 switch over to the thing that actually is gonna lead us into the song. I was not familiar with that uh, song at all. If I was supposed to know that song, I oh no, I I didn't expect. uh, But that is a lovely old man. Yeah, honestly, it's a pretty true to the original. We're related too. We have the same. Yeah, uh, same first first name. name. Same first name. Probably have the same dad yeah maybe you think my dad uh also <laughs> made that guy <laughs> maybe <laughs> maybe one day your dad will be that guy maybe my dad went back in time and made that guy interesting okay so your dad's like um what's that actor's name uh, I was gonna say like Fry from Futurama. Oh yeah, that's better. That that's was better. that was the, that was the thing I was thinking um, of. Oh wait, this isn't the video I wanted. This is the video I wanted. Okay, oh so this God is God yeah. I don't know why it starts like oh, this. This wow. is something called uh. So I think this is what wow, I was looking what for. What is this? I don't really know what if this is the right thing or not. So there's this movie called uh, I think it's called The Smokehouse Curse. Uh, okay. It's a, I think it's a musical of some sort. I'm not really sure. I'm the gonna hit play on this. The framing of this is absolutely incredible. Yeah, I'm, there's just like I'm a guy. I'm looking at a, Yeah, um, what are you looking at? 
the background is uh, it's all brick wall you can see like the bottom like quarter of a big uh analog clock at the top with uh roman numerals um there's a man it's it's like almost perfectly centered and there's some sort of um one of those like um i call it a throne almost it looks like one of those divider things like oh yeah yeah because i think this guy's standing I don't know. Uh, it, there's some say, sort yeah. of ornate wood thing behind him, perfectly centered. Um, but then there's a then there's a man standing not not in the center, off to the left. Yeah, just when a everything else bit. is fucking perfectly centered. Uh, so this is a movie. I think you can find this on Amazon. Maybe I'm not really sure. I just found this on YouTube. This may or may not be it. it says it includes deleted scenes. I don't I don't know what to expect, but I'm gonna play this and I'll. I'll get into why it's relevant soon. Oh, it, it's a, he's in front of a, um, oh, a fireplace. He is, okay. Different camera angle. So this guy's just kind of talking in this room, like, it's kind of quiet. Like, I've, I've really got this cranked up, and you can hardly hear it. What the uh, hell? He's like talking directly to this camera about some music videos that he's maybe directed. This is like super out of context. I don't know. I don't know if we're gonna see any of this movie. I don't. I don't know if this is even the right video. Evil spirit. Actually, I probably should have checked this a little. No, it's fine. Yeah. No, we're in it now. Yeah, we sure are. Is that Rob Zombie? I'm. I don't think that was Rob Zombie, by the way. Everyone, everyone out there who's watching along with what us. What the fuck is he talking about? I ha- I haven't understood a goddamn word he's said, but I'm absolutely riveted. Yeah, right. Like, there's something really mesmerizing about Welcome this video. To my mind. Okay, maybe maybe it's about to start. Okay, okay, that was really cool. This is like 35 minutes long, or something like that. We're not gonna. Obviously. I mean, maybe we'll. No, we're not. Gonna no, watch the whole we're thing. not gonna no. do. We're not gonna okay. watch the whole thing on pod. I can't. Maybe we'll watch this on a stream someday if we start yeah. streaming. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Once we have some sort of machine that can do yeah, that. Yeah. Let me make sure I have the title of this film right. Barney Pilgrim came home from hunting, crazed and possessed. Shadowy so figures cool. danced all around him. He killed his family and smoked them in his smokehouse. Yeah, this is the right movie. Okay, I have I. What year do you think this movie came out? I by cursed the, way? the day I married that boy, Father Conroy. Um, well, you had a guess. Like this, this video. When was this film premiered? Because this is a film. This is a thirty-five-minute-long, say... like short film. I'm gonna say like 2010. Oh my God, you're right. You really? That's 100 right. Really? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna say it looks like shit. Oh, Drop your phone. God damn it. It's okay. It's plugged in. Yeah. So I just, just have to. No, it came unplugged. No, it came unplugged. Shit. Now it's just on the ground. <laughs> that sucks, man. All right, give me one. Um, here you get your get your phone, and I'll, uh, I'll describe more of this. So there's like. Uh, I don't even know how to describe this. It's very, very spooky kind of feeling, but also like shitty green screen, like music video type deal. Uh, 
uh, at least the opening credits Scooby-Doo were. Font. Yeah, real big Scooby Doo fonts. Like it's it's. I don't know what this is supposed to be. I think it said it was like some sort of horror musical type thing. Wow. I left the Holy charger shit. on the ground though. So oh, no. I gotta move my mic. You gotta again. get that. Do you want me to get it for you? I got it. Okay. Um, I could not possibly describe what's happening right now, even if I was watching this like without trying to do a podcast at the same time. Yo, is that me? No, it's not me. Yeah. The person kind of looks like me. Kind of. This guy in the hat kind of looks like me, too. That? This is a weird... Yeah. Uh, really so you understand the joke. The The second man that that Toes was uh, talking about is a black man. And uh, Toes is, is a white person. Yeah. Uh, this is super cool. Uh, I don't think I've seen the person that I'm looking for yet, but uh, do you want to know why this is relevant to the, the conversation at large? Yeah. Okay, let me pause this so we can edit this part. Oh, God. Um, that, one of the yeah. one of the people billed in this in this fi- in this short film is named is named Amber Lance. <laughs> and that's where we'll put okay. the song. We'll put the song after did you somewhere just, around here. Did you just Google the words Amber Lance? Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. It was the first thing that came up. It was the only Fuck. person that came up really beyond like someone who has a lot of posts on Instagram. I don't think it's the same person. It was really funny. Do you want to talk about uh what what we how we feel about the song? Yeah. And then we'll go into the lyrics or something yeah, like. Yeah. Do uh, you want to do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Uh, I'll just go first because I don't have much to say okay. uh, necessarily. <laughs> I I think it's a really good song. I think uh, if they had actually gone through and made conventional weapons a full record, I think this could have been a like lead single on it. Out of what I've heard, I mm-hmm. I, I recently like the other day listened to all of conventional weapons like while I was at work over the course of the day. Uh, so I've at least heard them all now. Uh, yeah, I think this is definitely like a standout song. It's got a really good hook to it. Uh, I don't know. It it, it kind of sounds like an instant classic of a song of theirs. Yeah. If that makes sense. I think the first two conventional weapons um, releases, I think that they. Uh, oh, they're good. Yeah. Yeah. One yeah. I think they put all their best ones on one and for two. For sure. For sure. Which is why I think that. I think you and I discussed this in private. Why I think that the track list, like the track order that they would have gone in, has nothing to do with how they released them. I think they just kind no. of picked songs that had certain vibes. Yeah, or similar. they picked songs that went together. Like they put the two like slow sad songs on the same one, yeah. even though they. Sh- I don't think they should have gone together. Like for sure, that's kind of a weird vibe. Um, no, I think uh, I don't know. I I I think I think one day we'll sit down and maybe try to figure out what a good track listing is for this. But no, you're right. They definitely paired the the bangers together, and uh, yeah, and, and yeah, yeah. I think there's one on there that's kind of just like, yeah, we just put whatever on here. Um, this is what's left. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're gonna get that when you chop up a full length record into just a bunch of singles that you're yeah really just milking for cash. I assume. Much. At the time, I mean, the band wasn't together at all. This was probably almost 100% a decision on the part of 
what was it would have been Warner. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I, I you know, whatever. Uh that's all I really have to say about the song. I think it's good. Uh and uh we'll get into the lyrics in a bit. Yeah. What about um, you? How do you feel about it? <clears throat> I like it. I I think it's one of the better ones off of conventional weapons. For sure. Most of the most of conventional weapons I could honestly just take or leave. Like I'm indifferent. That's fair. Um I mean I, for, was... I mean the first two are obviously the best ones. I think the whichever one has um make room and kiss the ring that one's really good that one's good too yeah it has a lot of uh that one has a lot of the danger days like bleed over stuff too yeah i think more so than any of the other ones yeah i think those ones they borrowed a lot of the themes to put in danger days there's like even instrumental parts that i like i heard an instrumental part or two just like a tiny section of one song and i was like oh that's like the build up to na 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 in na 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 or whatever the bridge or whatever like they yeah, they took they that used, little tiny part and were like ah, let's use that yeah even um yeah but yeah, that's this real obvious. this particular one it much like the last one we covered a uh, party at the end of the world I yeah. feel like this song is almost like a bridge between Black Parade and um Danger Days definitely it's got some like big time pop hook to it. Like as far as that chorus yeah. goes, like that is so so easy to get in your head. Yeah, it's uh, it's like I don't know. It, it's uh, it's touching on some. I don't want to cl- say cliche themes. No, no, no. I think but... the the whole ambulance thing, and and how he's using it as a lyrical device is cliche at, at this point in their career, at least mm-hmm. because they've already done so many you know just blatant yeah. like this is a, a record that has to do with like death and stuff like that and, yeah i mean you know, in black parade it was literally about a cancer patient yeah. dying. you know yeah but i mean to, to do it yet again at this point like i think i, I think to say it's cliche for them yeah. at least that that's that's not uh unreasonable yeah but apparently um gerard way said in this this tweet that i'm looking at from genius.com uh, yeah, it's got a, a picture of a Gerard Way tweet. 12.33 p.m. April 1st, 2013. Ambulance was completely written for the fans. Um, yeah, he tweeted that himself. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> 12.30? He was just waking up for the day. Yeah. <laughs> he was in a good mood? Yeah. Probably April Fool's a, Day? Yeah, he... <laughs> Oh fuck! Maybe that's not a sincere tweet. Maybe. Maybe he See, replied and he said, "Ah, oh, just kidding." Well, the reason I brought that Fuckers. up is because I almost feel like I almost feel like this song is kind of like taking the piss out of the fans. Oh, yeah. Yeah. If I uh, if I get into the lyrics here. Oh, perfect transition. Um, Let's do it. First one, you don't know a thing about this life. First of all. Yeah, actually, he's, going, like, he's coming out swinging. You don't fucking know me. Yeah, he's coming out. He's got his. Um, he's got his. Uh, uh, if I could somehow describe it, he's got his. Uh, his hands on his hips with his elbows pointed like <laughs> so, like I'm demonstrating yeah. here, and he's swinging his feet around, and he's telling his audience, "Listen here, ladies. I'll tell you a thing or two about uh, <laughs> being in an emo band." <laughs> oh, he would be mad. <laughs> he doesn't like. They don't like to be called an emo band. No, exactly. He'll be like, I was almost in Thursday. (laughs) 
So I would know a thing or two <laughs> about what an actual emo band is. Thank you very much. Oh, gosh. I was in the studio with Jeff Rickley for... <laughs> Had to have been an hour. <laughs> had to have been an hour. I mean, it was oh probably more after, because I think he ended up producing a record of theirs or probably yeah. had something to do with it. Um, Did we talk about Jet Black New Year on? I don't think so. I don't think this is a good episode to talk about that on. It okay. doesn't really have anything to do with this. Okay. So we'll bring it up later. You can go okay. listen to that song if you want, though, and figure figure out what we're going to say. Um. So he says, you don't know a thing about this. Oh, my phone. Uh, shut off. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, the, the, the song starts with him going, oh, 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 oh. You don't have to say <laughs> all of them. It's he, okay. says, he says it a bunch, though. Um, <clears throat> so he says, you don't know a thing about this life, and we are up for everything it takes to prove we're not the same as them. Again, I think that's, again, very cliche. Oh, not like the other guys. Yeah. You don't know me. I'm not like the other guys. Yeah, we're not like those but, other pop punk bands. So I see it as one way. Either he's saying that about him, like, you guys don't fucking know me. Um, or he's saying this from the point of view of a fan. And those are the things that they say, mm. you know? Yeah. Which, again, I think is yeah. kind of poking fun at him. Um, and you know, to go on to make an even more striking record than I think Conventional Weapons is. Yeah, people hated Danger Days. Yeah, like I saw, I, I actually screenshotted uh, something from a Reddit thread. Oh yeah, uh, where somebody was like, "I fucking hate this song because I want the old MCR." And I guess I'll just read it now. Yeah, um, go ahead. You know, I used to go through it through a similar feeling every time Mike Hem came out with uh, with a new album. When the Black Parade came out, at first I hated it, but then I found out why I didn't like it. It was because I wanted their old music. Once I realized this, I had to sort of fall in love with them all over again. If this is the music they make when they grow as musicians and as a band, then why shouldn't I grow as a fan and try to appreciate the new sound? Appreciate the music for what it is, not for what they used to sound like. Which I think, I think is good. Yeah, that that's a pretty good revelation. That's a good take to have, but not a lot of people had that take at the time. Oh, definitely. And even that, then, that like, comment was from eight years ago. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, that's a pretty progressive take, actually, for eight years ago. Um, no, I th at least as far as like music criticism goes, mm -hmm. uh, uh, if if you ask me. But no, I think uh, I, I think another way to approach it, it, it for me at least, like I don't know if a band is no longer appealing to you and you do have that realization of like, Oh, I want their old music. Then why not take a chance to like explore bands that maybe do sound like their old sound? Yeah. Cause there are bands that do that. There are bands that go, Oh, we're all really into this era of this band, but then they go on to write their own music because ultimately like you, you just do that because yeah. you, you kind of have to, uh, or you can be a cover band. I, I guess that's another option, but, uh, yeah, I don't know. Take maybe take that opportunity to uh, to try new music out. Yeah. You know, if you feel like you're in a, I don't know, if 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 your if your favorite band or a band you really like just releases like a record you're just not feeling. Yeah. And come back around to it later. Sometimes it just takes me a while to get myself onto. Yeah, a record. I really I really hated Mania, um, by Fall Out Boy when it came out. Uh huh. But when did that come out? Oh God. Is like, it like fairly recent? Oh, I think it came out in, like, 2016, Okay, honestly. That's not terribly um, old. But, uh, yeah, I really hated it when it came out. I was like, this sounds like shit. This is, like, like I respect them for going in a new di direction, but mm. I really don't like it. Um, 
But, you know, I've come around to about, like, half the songs. Oh, yeah. I There's still some that I'm like, eh, you know, I could take it or leave it. But, uh, I mean, Church is really good. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not I'm not as familiar. It's all right. I won't make you listen to it. You I might like some of them. I'll listen to it later. I'm going to have to listen to it on the podcast. Um, <clears throat> and we will wear our masks again out after dark, which I think is leaning more into the uh, the Killjoys aesthetic. Definitely. Um, but it, it means a little, something a little different <laughs> in 2020. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, which, a, funny enough, There's babe, a virus. Um, the Killjoys, the original comic books, was set in 2019 after, yeah. like, uh, you know, like a world war that destroyed a lot of. Uh, but little America. did they know the world war would be. <clears throat> we the, are the world the war. Virus. Humans are the real world war. Yeah. <laughs> and also the virus. Uh, yeah. What's this next line? Um. We will wear our masks again out after dark because we are up for everything it takes and we are not the same because we are not afraid and we are not ashamed. Um, and then it goes into the chorus here. And if you save my life, I'll be the one who drives you home tonight. And if I ever let you... The, these ones say, if I ever let you down, but the lyrics are... I'm, obviously, I'm on Genius. Yeah. Um, but it's, if they ever let you down, I'll be the one who drives you home tonight. Oh, okay. There's um, other discrepancies that I think are more major. Yeah, I'll get to that. That's literally here. the next yeah, line. Yeah. Um, but uh, this chorus, um, back in the day, the whole thing was um, MCR saved my life. This music saved my life. You oh, know, yeah. that's what the fans would always say. So this is a callback to, to that. Um uh, I think it was in Life on the Murder Scene where Gerard, uh, there was a clip from an interview where he was like, um, like, we make music to save people's lives. And the mu- and <laughs> and the fans have also saved my life. So, like, I want to, you know. Okay, at least at least he came back around at the end yeah. there. Yeah. Don't if laugh had, at him. If, well, if he, had just said, if he had just said the first part, I would have really <laughs> don't had a laugh at with him. That. Uh, but at least, at least he, at least he evened it out at the end there. I can, I, I can get behind yeah. that. That's cool. But yeah, uh, ambulance because you know, drive you home. Oh, but this this lyrical discrepancy we we're gonna get to. Okay, yeah, so it's the uh, it's the first part of uh, verse two here now. Every lyric website that I've looked at, and the video we watched earlier, and the video we watched, even though that was that was wrong in several places, yeah, says that um, this line goes, "Remember once you walked this kind of life," but the Apple lyrics, and they're the ones that go along with the music, so I'm more inclined to be- believe those. Yeah, says um. Never one to walk this kind of life, and I think that makes a huge difference which one it is uh-huh. because it's literally opposite either you did or you didn't. Yeah, um, no, the, the Apple lyrics I, I listened to it, it's very clearly, yeah, those I, I, once you I do believe to it. it sounds like never one to walk this kind of life. Yeah, it also makes a lot more sense, like you said. Yeah, quietly I'll sleep behind the wheel and passing every face you see the first time. Singing every piece as you walk by, proving that with all of my mistakes, that we are not the same, because we are not the same, and we are all to blame. Yeah, it 
kind of sounds like he really is addressing the fans directly and just being like, like, I don't like, like, I don't know. It almost sounds like a failing upwards type thing. Yeah. Is what he's getting into. He's like, I've just kind of like stumbled my way into this and like, you can take whatever you want out of it. But like, yeah, ultimately this is for me. Maybe is what he's ultimately trying to get at. I mean, he's definitely trying to, I, I don't know. There's some weird like separation thing he's trying to get across here. Yeah. Like we this whole we are not the same thing. Yeah. It's really hammering it home. I don't know. Maybe yeah. maybe that's just Well, I mean, I mean the pre-chorus could, is literally cuz we are not the same. Yeah. 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 I mean, it it could be again like, you know, could I'm not like the other thing. guys thing that oh, was yeah. a popular theme back then. Yeah. Um Oh, yeah, that's true. It, like it's okay to be different. Um Yeah, I've seen the Nightmare Before Christmas. We've But like it kind of it just kind of feels like he's just like fucking giving him a side eye oh for sure um yeah i think i think i'm i'm behind that now that you're now that we've talked yeah. about it some um then it goes into the chorus again and then the post chorus he says it's driving you down several times and then bridge you don't know a thing about this life and you don't know a thing about this life and you don't know a thing about this life because you don't know a thing about me you don't know a thing Man, he's like chorus again. It really sounds like he's like turning into like a Brennan Yuri type at this point in his life. (laughs) He's like, like he's literally just staring them in the eyes and singing, "I fucking hate my fans. Leave (laughs) me alone. Stop tweeting at me." Fuck Brendan Yuri. Um, but I did have something to say about. Do you think um, Brendan Yuri has ever sang the words "Stop fucking tweeting at me"? Yeah, probably. Or, or do you think he will soon enough? Probably. Stop fucking tweeting at me. Like he sings like an opera singer or whatever he does. He do. He really does. He do yeah. do that. Yeah. But he doesn't fucking play his own instrument on stage. That's for goddamn sure. No, he's not anyway, playing that piano. Um, I made uh, I made a connection between the part where he says, "You don't know a thing about this life. Like you don't know a thing about me." Um, there's a a lyric in um, "Honey, this mirror isn't big enough for the two of us." Off uh-huh. of bullets. Yeah. Um, like one of the two songs off of bullets that like, uh, made it onto the uh, greatest hits. Oh, okay. Um, there's a a line that says, "You can cry all you want to. I don't care how much you invest yourself in me." Mm. Which okay. I yeah, I as someone who didn't get into them until after they had broken up. I took that as a like, oh, he knew, he knew he was gonna break up the band oh, and yeah. like, Interesting. And, and basically from the very beginning he's like, I don't give a shit yeah. what you think about me. I don't give it like, uh, and I think that this is that's come back in this like that's a interesting, you know. which is even more interesting that they've gotten back together. Well, supposedly gotten back together now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's fucking supposedly. Yeah. I don't think they're gonna release any new music. No, I if they do, like, cool. Uh but I'll be surprised. You know? Yeah. I think they I think they could make a lot of money off of new music, but like For sure. Also I'd buy it, obviously. Well that's just it. The way they're gonna make it though, like they're not gonna necessarily get it from streaming revenues because that's like that's not where the money is. It's gonna be from like the physical merch sales. So they're gonna be oh, selling yeah. you every kind of fucking thing that you can imagine that either contains the media or just has something to do with it. Yeah. Like they're gonna have so many cool logos. Oh yeah. That they're gonna put all over. 
I hope you guys are ready for fucking logos, man. And like cool MC. I mean, hopefully cool MCR logos. Hopefully it won't be fucking lame like all the Blink stuff has been. Yeah. A lot of the Blink merch has been fucking bad. Like we found that one good shirt. shirt I've seen Hot Topic. that one shirt is yeah. the only cute Blink-182 shirt I've ever it seen like in again? my life. Can you it was describe like, it? It was like um, blue and pink tie-dye on a white shirt. And yeah. it had the... Just, it just said Blink-182 and like... Is it that like new bubbly? graffiti font? Yeah, something uh, like yeah, that. Yeah, it's from the like... I think it's like the Blame It On My Youth font maybe. Yeah. Uh, I and I, I could be wrong. I think that's also in yeah, in blue and pink. Like one of the words is uh, like blue and well, technically it's words word and number. The audience <laughs> one is pink and one is blue. They, they've heard of the song. They're the it's band. cute. It's they've a hot topic. Oh, uh, sorry. Do we have more lyrics to get through, or is that? Oh no, that was it. Okay, cool. Yeah, you uh thirty three minutes, thirty four minutes into the episode, you can go ahead and um start on your videos. Oh, they're our videos now. Uh, do you... Uh, our videos. Yeah, our here. Our chemical romance. <laughs> All right, this first video here is, I think, some sort of, like, fan-made music video. Uh, it's just the song with uh, a video, but we can maybe describe it to... Oh, did the speaker turn off? The speaker definitely turned off. I hope you guys are ready for this. Loud as fuck. Turn- There's the OOOs. Oh, that is how they go, yeah. It is MCR Saved My Life. That guy had a Oh, yeah, I saw it. Um, Yes, this is just a fan video that they've, like, cut up. Of, like, other MCR music videos? Yeah. And also just, like, other other stuff. stuff. Yeah. Like, there's, like, a a wedding video. Uh, Some of this, I think, is just, like, stock footage. Yeah, it looks like it. They're showing some Danger Days stuff. Um... There's the Helena, and there's just some ballet. I, I think a lot of those black and white uh, shots are just like, um, just like yeah, like effects. free free use. Yeah, because they look real fucking old. Do you, um, yeah. As far as fan mu- music videos go, how does this rank for you? It's pretty good. Uh, I think it's timed <laughs> really well. Like it's yeah, well. on the the parts where uh, the. The what? Uh, sorry, the I got distracted looking at that beautiful little baby. Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the parts where he's like singing, I think, are are matched up really well with like other footage. Yeah. So for some reason, there's like some Marilyn Monroe footage in here. Yeah, just too. a lot of like famous actresses. Yeah. I don't know. I think that was from like. <laughs> I think that was from an Evanescence music video. That, I, I, you know, that <laughs> the girl in the dress well, there. Yeah, that, yeah. I think you're right. Um, <laughs> I so think that, that was. Just, was I think that was Evanescence herself. That was something to just kind of start oh, us off. Oh, oh. Uh, so it was actually kind of hard to find this. Uh, this nightcore version of the song was pretty deep down in there. Uh, I didn't credit. The we person got some Ferrard art. That fan video, but if you uh, oh, whatever. Oh, that's what that like, is. Oh yeah, baby. Oh, that's that's a, um. Oh, I, oh that's, I see now. Uh, I see Frank's that now. Frank's Danger Days character and Gerard's Danger Days character, like okay. hugging and crying in the rain. Well, uh, I didn't credit whoever did the fan music video, but if you search the song on YouTube, it comes on. Per- it comes up pretty quick, so you can find yeah, it yourself. Yeah, there's. I mean, there's. It's not like there's any actual music videos for you to sort through. Yeah, so you can find that pretty quick and just and there's just a watch bunch it of them on though. your own time. So this is a, a nightcore version of the song that I found. This is pretty deep down, though. I actually I had to put it toward the front of the tabs because it was it was so far back originally. But 
I think it works really well, though. I really hope the person who posted this also drew this art. Otherwise, I'm uh, pretty upset. Uh, this is uploaded by YouTube user Then I Fade to Gray uh, in 2013. No, it says they don't own anything in this video. Wow, fuck you, dude. Did not credit the artist for the uh, for the fan art there. Yeah. <laughs> Bunch of the comments are just Ferrard. Yeah, they're the comment section is really excited about the artwork. Man, that really works as Nightcore. I think someone in there said, I'm... M... Crying... Like, M-C-R-I-ing. Like, crying is part of M-C-R. Oh. M yeah. Is it? I don't see the You're right. Is it? Where? This one? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Oh, oh, wow. Yeah. Hidden in plain view. Right there by... Oh, um. Brooke Carrera. Or Brooklyn, Brooklyn Carrero. Carrero. Three years ago. Wow. That's really insightful. Uh... Yeah, that really works. See, I know you. I know you're trying to put it is MCR, but it just sounds like you're Mick crying, like it, <laughs> like you're crying at McDonald's. Yeah, I'm Mick crying. <laughs> I'm Mick crying while eating my McRib. Oh, gross. Anyway, shout out. Next one. Shout out to the McRib. Uh, oh damn! Do you want to watch the really sad scene in that one Doctor Who episode with Vincent Van Gogh, where they take Vincent Van Gogh to the Vincent Van Gogh Museum and he sees all of his artwork and how everybody thinks he's so great and he cries? Does he McRib in that episode? No. Oh, then I'm not interested. Okay. <laughs> that sounds pretty cool, though. Oh, it's one of the saddest episodes. Anyway, go ahead. Oh, sorry. Ambulance, my <laughs> chemical romance. About something. We also didn't say at any point. Um, ambulance is all caps. Oh, is it an all caps one? Yeah. Oh shit. Yes. I'll have to remember that. Oh, that's weird. Now that we're gonna have. Oh, they won't be back to back. They'll be pretty close together because destroy is all caps as well. Oh yeah. I didn't realize that ambulance I forgot was all caps. It. Yeah. I guess there a bunch of these videos do have it in all caps. Yeah. That's fair. Huh. On the on the you know in my music yeah. library it's listed in all caps oh okay that's cool um yeah this is an acoustic guitar cover i figured this would be some cool vibes to um maybe get us back on track with what really matters uh which is oh god i'm really piercing Pier i was just gonna say piercing uh i don't actually remember what really matters anymore If you know anyone famous who uh, wants to talk about My Chemical Romance, if I haven't said this already. <laughs> Literally on the last one. Oh, yeah. We said anyone with uh, over 100 followers. Oh, that's right. Well, if you just know anyone, then. This is pleasant. If anyone could get me in touch with the guy from Trapped that got fired. Stop. I would like to uh, trick him into an interview where I ask him questions that will make him look silly. Talk, I don't want to talk to that man. I don't really either, but I want to insult him to his face. <laughs> and, uh, what other opportunity <laughs> will I have? Do you think we can get Christopher Drew? 
Who's that? Oh, oh. From Never Shout Never? For, oh, like the singer? Is that Yeah, his name? the guy who was a real asshole to Brian oh, Stars shit. in that interview. Shit. I'm sorry, yeah, I forgot what his name shit. was. Oh, my God. Dude, I bet. I bet if we tried. It's all about being vegan. I bet if we messaged him from the pod account, maybe we could. <laughs> maybe we could get. Maybe we like, could trick him. Yeah. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> yeah, if anyone out there uh, can help us trick the guy from Never Shout Never. Uh, Christopher Drew. Christopher Drew, yeah. Oh, fuck. That fucking would be... dirty-ass feet, heaven, motherfucker. Yeah, oh, my God. I just want to... His feet a- must be fucking disgusting. I want to ask him a lot of questions about his feet, whether Ugh, he likes gross. it or not. Uh, this is a really lovely cover, though. Uh, it really is. Yeah. Uh, get, oh, you just close oh, it by giving it a like for me? Shit. Go fuck yourself. Yeah, hang on. I don't remember the hotkeys to, do, to go back. Nah, dude, I'll just go... Look, I'll just go over here. There's a history somewhere, right? I don't know if I want you to do that. No, it'll it'll history. it'll all be stuff that I've looked up. Like who's the cover right there, right? Yeah, there it is. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go in like here. I don't even think I credited the person. Sorry, I'm really fucking up today, guys. Uh, hey, you're being a real shithead, I babe. I am shit. This is by uh, Justin Lie. Justin Lie, give it life. 2013. Give it like. Look at that. Who dared dislike this video? Fuck off. Uh, Ambulance, Michael Boone Romance guitar cover by Emma BBK. I love the song. Enjoy. This was uploaded in 2012. Wait. What year did Conventional Weapons come out? Um, 2013. Same year as Danger Days. I think. Can you verify? Because this, this video was uploaded in 2012. And they have the audio from the song. Oh no, twenty it's the um twenty ten. Oh. Right? Twenty ten? I think on Apple it says like twenty twelve or twenty thirteen, which is like probably incorrect. That might just be the t- when they put well. What's happening? I'm hmm, I'm confused. Have we broken? Let me uh, give you one second. Okay. Any news? It says it says February 5th, 2013. All right, we have, some break- we have some breaking news, everyone. So if you could just... Okay, wait, you- wait, 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 wait. Oh. Hold on. I'm going to Wikipedia. I'm going to the Wikipedia article okay. about it. Okay, if I- yeah, okay, shut up. I'll give you $2.75 later. Um, I've already donated. Okay. I'm Good for you. Our household has donated. They don't need more. Anyway... <clears throat> so when did this record release? Okay, according to the Wikipedia article, um, it says that it was recorded in 2009. Mm-hmm. Uh, number one was released October 30th, 2012. Number two was released November 23rd, 2012. The, so What? Hold so, on. So, so this is on number two. This? Yeah. How? This person. How? This per what the fuck? This person uploaded this video, I repeat, on November twenty second, two thousand twelve, and number two of the conventional weapons EPs was released on November twenty third, twenty twelve. So this person broke into the record store at night. What the hell? Probably killed someone on the way, stole a copy of it, brought it home put it on and learned how to play this song on guitar 
I'm giving this video a like just because it, it, this person's a time traveler. Please, like, can scroll Should down to the comments. Hold on, th- scroll down to the comments. No one's. No ma- one has. No, ta- one... no one has talked about it. Please, okay. Can you please write a comment on this? Yeah. And ask how he did. How this person absolutely. did this? Absolutely. Can you hold this for me? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. We we this is this is real journalism right here. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and submit that from my account. Yes. Yeah. I'm Perfect. Just With my sub- real name. My first day and last name. Submitting Legally, a, yes. A comment. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, if you want to see a time traveler play this song, go right ahead and find this video. Yeah, and if you want to know my, my, uh, my legal first and last name, you can find that video and find that comment. And then what you do with that information is up to you from there. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what good it's going to do for you. Uh, so this here we have another familiar. guitar cover, but I figured it does look familiar. I figured since Wait, we didn't even watch the video. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's gone now. Uh, so I figured we kind of fucked around for a while. <laughs> so I'm going to turn the speed up on this guitar cover. Maybe get through <laughs> okay. a little faster. <laughs> okay. Oh God. We're at 48 minutes. Doesn't this guy look familiar? Yeah. It looks like Wesley. Oh, he's got Frank Iero's signature guitar. Oh, yeah, the green one with the stripes. Yeah. And this, yeah. Babe! What? November 21st, 2012. How did, yo, how did all these... Okay, Wikipedia must do... It It must have been out somehow, somewhere before that. Like, they must have, like, previewed it or something. They must have. They must have put it on YouTube. They, they fucking must have. Well... I mean, th- I could go delete good the comment for, good the for them video. for already, like, knowing it before then. Yeah, they've really, I, I think they broke into the record store. This yeah. is a drum cover. I was w- wondering if this is, <gasps> oh my why is the God, drum cover so very loud? loud? Oh, I hope the drums are it's t- like, even louder. Oh my fucking God. Oh, I'm so fucking ready for this. This is so <laughs> Don't cool. Don't turn it down, it's fine. I'm not. Oh, hell yeah. Oh yeah, that's louder than our speaking. Yeah, absolutely. Oh my god. Yeah. Using some minor HCS symbols. If you're into that sort of thing. That's I really can't loud. hear you at all. Oh, it's okay. I was just talking about his symbols. Uh, what kind of symbols that. Uh, I couldn't even hear Marcus you in my headphones. Bon, uh, bon- Bonavita. Marcus Bonavita. September 22nd, 2015 upload. Uh, yeah, if the music wasn't so fucking loud, maybe I could hear you playing drums, bro. Maybe you should. Uh, what am I kidding? I think Marcus Bonavita was doing a great job at fucking slamming those drums. It was actually a pretty pretty okay drum cover from the few seconds I could stand of it. I just wasn't willing to turn it down, is all. Uh, so I have some things that aren't covers lined up because I thought they just looked fucking awesome. Oh, God. Oh, not good. The videos keep, like, reloading sometimes when I switch tabs. Um. What are, you, are you looking into something? Are you still trying I, to figure out when this record fucking came out? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I I'm have trying here, to find like an article about it or something. There's there's no articles. No one gave a shit. 
No one interviewed them. No one asked them any fucking questions. They were like, you didn't put out Black Parade Part 2. What the fuck is wrong with you? Black Parade 2. Yeah, I mean, that's why people were mad. Holy fuck, dude. I hope they do get... uh, Look, I hope if they do write new music together, they just release a record called Black Parade 2. Fuck. That would be really funny. Uh, Wait, Black Parade 2 colon... uh, uh, a big major label cash in <laughs> and it's just got like gerard way with like a big sack of money on the front like a yeah. big like 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 burlap sack with a dollar sign on it oh i thought you were gonna say that he was dressed in a burlap sack because he looks like a like a gnome right now no no i'd, I'd like to think that he he's like, like he's he's put on his old black parade outfit it doesn't fit doesn't fit he's like just barely tried with the makeup but he's got a big sack of money and he's like looking really happy anyway yeah like regardless of his uh physical appearance yeah i think yeah, that's so should... much for anti-capitalism well so much it's kind of a, a joke it's kind of a joke about it though it's like <laughs> it's meta you know yeah or at least that's what he'll tell uh reporters so much for um for um you know revolution's not a t-shirt you sell did they write Revol- that yeah revolution's oh. not a fucking makeup collection you sell you fucking yeah they are selling a makeup it's okay collection. if anything if <laughs> If anything, if they were going to release anything, like, you know, any, like, big expensive product like that, at least it's makeup. I mean, also fair point, yeah. Yeah, I don't want to fucking, I don't want to puzzle with Frank Aero's face on it. Makeup I can get behind. Oh, wait, did he? Yeah. You want to know how much? Guess how much. Uh, I don't even know if you told me about this. Uh, $60. It's 50 Okay, I went a little high. But yeah, but but you know, Jesus Christ. Yeah. I mean, I was saying sixty because I thought that was ridiculous. I think fifty is also ridiculous. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, so I have monster. I have two different people reacting to the song, and not because I need to watch both of them in in their entirety, but because they're just so different. Uh, at least from what I saw so far, this is the first guy. Uh, this is uh, Verzi, Ver- YouTube channel Verzi. V E R Z Z. Depending where you're from, yeah. Why? Uh, was uploaded in Jan- January 11th, 2019, and he looks really rich. Oh, I can see his face in other. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another video. Today. He's got his like blue yeti in like a mic cradle upside down. <laughs> can I tell you something? Yeah. This guy. You can leave it playing in the background. Um, this guy looks like a guy uh, on Tinder who tried to get me to uh, give him a foot job. Did you give him the foot job? No. Oh, okay. Um, why are you skipping three? Why are you skipping three? What? That one there. Oh, part two. Oh, okay, cool. That's what we want. This guy looks like a guy I used to work with at Guitar Center named uh, Max, but I think his real name was Mike, and we all hey, just called him Max. Today we are going to listen to the final this four songs a lot louder. of uh, NCR's conventional He looks a lot less rich in this one. He's wearing like a cutoff so t-shirt. if you haven't already checked out my... Wait, it's, it's been a while. Wait, my wait. Lo- wait. Go, fa- number two. 
go back to the go back to the last one. Yeah, no problem. They did number one and number two on the first one. You oh, did? so skip yeah, skip to like halfway through this Wait, video. I wonder if there's time codes. No. Still. He has the thing up in the corner though. I hear you. I hear you. I hear you. Do you? Okay. Can yeah. you hear with those headphones on? It's pronounced Amber Lance. Amber Lance. Amber Lance. She was in a very famous movie. Oh, an effect. Oh. Take that, uh, other YouTubers. Oh, is this? To heaven. Oh, this shirt is also. Stop it. Take me away. Yeah, it's. It's a hoodie. It's a cutoff hoodie. Yeah. He looks like he's gonna come. It looks like he's trying to come. I have not heard these before. Cause you're a loser. This makes me sad. Then cry. If it makes you so fucking yeah, sad, I want to see tears. I just want someone to give me some fucking emotion for once, you know? I want to see these people, like, tear their fucking house apart because they're so <laughs> excited. Or just upset. I don't know. God he damn it. He keeps saying he's going to cry and he's not crying. Yeah. Little bitch. Cry. Cry. I think we're gonna do an episode outside sometime. Yeah. How do you guys feel about us doing an episode just like right outside of our house, just like on our back porch? Yeah. Literally like, like ten feet away, but through a wall. Yeah, yeah. Just get some like sounds of the city. Yeah, we can just run the cords through the window there. Yeah, I think it'll work fine if we need to check on the. The laptop. We, can we just see it. Yeah, we can see it from window. there. Yeah. Just look through the window. Yeah. D- definitely nothing will go wrong. <laughs> so uh, this is another reaction, but it's the complete opposite vibes. Um, mine song might also be the wrong part. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but this is first reaction to My Chemical Romance, Confessional Weapons, Part 1, Series Finale? Quest mark or exclamation. If it's what? Part 1, why is it the finale? I'm not really sure. <laughs> <laughs> uh, this this channel is called Brad Taste in Music. It was uploaded this year, uh, February 2020. Uh, Brad. Pre, pre, Pre-COVID, though. Send this to Brad. Right now? Yeah, our dear friend Brad. A I B don't H, know how to... A number, 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 number. Yeah. Number, number. Yeah, shout out Brad. I don't know Brad. how many he numbers He was on the last are. episode. Last? Yeah, he was on the last episode. Yeah. And uh, it was a really good episode. Bradley, I'm a Brad Tasty Music, and you already know what time it is. This guy's fucking awesome. Got, his, why are his teeth so big? <laughs> we are what? Back his teeth are really big. Yeah, kind of. Because apparently there is a project that I missed that people will not let me live down. And that, of course, I couldn't is, read any uh, of those comments. Oh. Uh, so I stream uh, every other weekend on Saturday. He streams. And essentially there, people will request music for me to listen to. And I keep getting requests. He's just like in a... I've heard that song like 10 times. Unconsensually. So uh, I figured, you know what? At this uh, point, I might as um, well just listen to this whole Yeah, part. he's just like sitting in a very white room like a lot of streamers, I think, tend to. On a plain red t-shirt. <laughs> kind of looks like he has hat hair. Like he just took his hat off, you know. I really don't like this guy. He gives me the worst vibes. He just gives me really, really strange vibes. Like, is he vibes. okay? Like, do you think he's Look had his... Look at his face. Do you think his ha- he's had his cigs for the day, or... 
I think he's got nicotine poisoning right yeah, now. Yeah, he looks like he, he looks like he's sick. He does. He looks like he's very ill. Looks like he, he looks needs, like he's really dizzy. He's like his he's eyes like, are unfocused. Like, his pupils are dilated different sizes. He's like ambulance is something I could really use right now. <laughs> Let's listen to this song before I pass out. <laughs> <laughs> this guy's really cool. I'm gonna like this video. Uh, so we're gonna go on okay we're back okay to we're just gonna <laughs> go to the next one yeah. okay this looks like somebody so i know just, yeah right uh i've definitely seen this person perform uh maybe at uh, at, at bless no at, no at like at uh like a actual like a jupiter shop? like an actual coffee shop yeah or like jupiter studios mm-hmm which is somewhere it's between. A, it's a lady with very, very pale makeup, really big eyeliner, and bright blue hair with uh, big chunky bangs. Holding God's instrument. God's <laughs> instrument. The ukulele. Uh, this is Danny with an eye, <laughs> young. I would love to see what kind of red bubble stickers she uh, has on there. Uploaded March 5th, 2019. You can tell they're from Redbubble because they have a thick white outline. Oh, yeah. You have, you have some of those. I've seen yes, them. Yes, I do. Uh, and the description they says, cheap. I don't know why I look so disgusted, LOL. She does look a little disgusted. I would be, too, if I were. I don't know. If I looked like this, but I was forced to live in a, a room that looked like this, I would also be disgusted. She has the all the same. She has the same piercings as me, except the lip ring is on the uh, opposite side. Oh yeah. Oh, she had to move the lyrics. See how she reached out to scroll down. She doesn't know where to look. It makes her look very nervous. I think it's because she has to keep looking at the lyrics. Yeah, but then she keeps, like, looking all around the room to compensate for it. Yeah. Like, just own it and read your lyrics. I mean, just learn the song. There aren't that many lyrics to this song. We read them and, like, and this, we, we fucked around for a while, but, like, it wouldn't have taken that long to read them. This, uh, the song came out, like... A while ago. Like, yeah. Because yeah. this is from 2019. And this person wasn't, like, just born, clearly. This isn't what babies look like. <laughs> this isn't what babies look No, have you seen a fucking baby? Do you want, do you want uh, me to Google a picture recently. of a baby? Do you need a picture of a baby for reference? Uh, yeah. I'll keep the video playing. A baby. A baby. I typed... I don't want all this extra fucking shit. I just want to Google the words a baby. Why does it do that? I Fuck don't, Google. No, I don't want a babysitter's don't. guide to monster hunting. I don't give a shit about this fucking child's movie i want a baby like why do i have to stop you from auto-correcting shit images okay these are oh uh, yeah i of, think i've seen one of these before yeah but like okay so here's the bait here's a baby and here's this person actually you know there's some similarities if I put if I put a blue wig and some eyeliner on these babies, if I could somehow like Photoshop the hair out real quick and just pop it on one of these babies, I could maybe be. Fooled. Yeah, honestly. Does Danny Does Danny Young know that they look like a baby? Uh, so th we got two more actual covers. We have 
Uh, another acoustic cover. I think this person sings, though. This is uploaded by YouTube user Stupify Do. Stupify, stupify Do. Spelled. Uh, Can you okay. spell that for me? S. All, all caps all except caps. for the second to last O. Yeah, okay. S T U P as in pony. E Y E. D as in dog, lowercase o, uppercase o. I think you forgot the F. Sorry. Let me start over. S. Stop. Stop. Okay, I got it. Okay, we'll credit them, right? I got it. I can cut this out. S. S. T. U. P E F Y E D Let me pee my pants. Okay. Should I just play it? <laughs> Let me, I got it. You got it? Okay. I got okay. it. Okay. Got Go for it. I, I, I got, it's I hard because it's in all caps. Yeah, it's really difficult cry. to read. I hate okay. it. Okay. S. T U P. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I spit on the screen. <laughs> <laughs> we can cut this out. Why would we? <laughs> Why would we cut a second of this episode? Uppercase O. Stupefied you. Fucking. <laughs> this is their cover of uh, whatever I'm, song oh we're talking God. about. Amber Lance by uh, oh, Jesus Christ. My Chemical Romance. The beautiful blue acoustic yeah, that's a cool guitar. guitar. That's a cool guitar. What's this? Uh, uh, picture of an owl? Just like a person with some like Kool-Aid red dyed hair. Oh, it's very I guess I guess maybe they're going for Gerard's look around this era, mm-hmm. huh? Um, what year did this come out? Uh good question. I didn't look. Uh twenty fourteen? Okay. So yeah, definitely. I mean I guess the most recent one to go off of. Uh yeah, they're just in like I would call this maybe their dining room area. Or I don't know. Somewhere in their in their house, there's a. Oh, is that like an owl? Yeah. Like that's paint? a TARDIS painted on the wall, or oh. a or a poster. Oh, there is. Okay. Nerd. Okay. Like an owl painting of some sort. It's circular. circular. Yeah, it's like it almost looks like a plate. I thought it was a clock, but there's no numbers. Yeah, I don't know how you would tell time with it. I mean, I guess you could guess. You just maybe it's like uh, I don't know. Maybe it's like a cross stitch. I don't know. How do you feel about this cover? It's fine. It's interesting. Can live up to the hype. Yeah. Well, I got one more that <laughs> I think will live up to the hype. 
I think no matter what, this one will live up to the hype. Is that Joan Jett? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's actually Charlotte Eastwood. Uh, YouTube user Charlotte Charlotte Eastwood. This is uploaded December fourth, two thousand twelve. Just past the anniversary of this, not that long ago. Uh oh, she has a new YouTube account, so apparently you got to go subscribe to that channel because you couldn't fucking rebrand this one, you dumbass. All right, this is uh, Charlotte, whatever her name is, cover. That's, a, that's sick tones, though. Hell yeah. So, Charlotte is just, like, in what could be a uh, motel room? She looks like if Joan Jett, like, teased the top of her hair like seeing kids did. Yeah. That's a really cool looking guitar, actually. I really, I do. From what I can see of that SG, I like it. Do you think she's British, or do you think she's just putting on a voice? Hmm. I don't know. Maybe we can get Georgia on the pod, and uh, and, a- and and ask ask Georgia if uh, this is a British person or not. I can't tell. I know what you mean, though. But what I what I really like about finding these videos is that if I look hard enough, I will eventually find a video that looks almost exactly like this, no matter what. Yeah. Like, whether it's a person with a guitar or just sitting in a room with the song playing or just no music at all and they're just singing it, I can find a video that is exactly this quality with a person who has this kind of hair, this kind of look, uh, in an undescribable room. Doing like a pretty it looks cer- like a hotel room. Yeah, that's what I said. Like it really does look like a hotel yeah, room. Yeah, it's like the like the it's the TV mounted on the wall like that. Yeah. Like, did your parents go out to the mall and you were like, oh no, I'm gonna stay at the hotel room and record a cover? Yeah. Or like were you on vacation? Because I can't tell how old this person is either. This yeah. might be an adult who's just... Yeah, this could be like... She could be like uh, 15 or like 30-something. Maybe she's on tour with her band. And maybe the band's out for the day, but she's like, no, I'm going to record this fucking sick cover, guys. She doesn't know the lyrics, though. Once, a- once again, someone who's like scrolling through the lyrics actively... As as they go through this, well, man, well that was a fun little journey through this uh, this song. I, I I figured you know we should, if nothing else, coming back to this familiar territory, uh, is a nice place to end. Yeah. Have you have you learned anything about this song? Does this song make you feel any different about the band? Do you think it adds anything to to the the greater mystique that is my chemical romance. Nah. Yeah, me neither.
All right, uh, welcome to the guest spot for uh, for this this lovely episode of ours. Uh, we have a very very special special guest, in my opinion. Uh, G's in the fucking chat. It's Georgia, aka Kami Ray Jepsen on Twitter. What's up, Georgia? Hello. Thank you for that intro. Of course. <laughs> if you don't know who Georgia is, figure it out. I'm don't not gonna sit to here. Anymore. and try to figure out i'm not gonna uh, i'm not gonna sit here and, and try to tell you uh but georgia if you want to tell everyone who you are uh feel free yeah <laughs> yeah who are um, you i'm georgia i'm just a person who has been on the internet for like uh, 19 years wow um started posting on the aol um message boards AOR kids message boards 19 years ago wow. throwback did you I'm just yeah just posting wow you're, you're like a you're like a beta tester for the internet yeah you should get a cut of like uh something uh, the internet the money from the internet yeah <laughs> yeah wherever my internet going. whenever my internet bill goes you should get some of that yeah uh yeah we we brought you on because uh a couple of reasons. Uh, we're going to start with the song, uh, maybe try to get through that as quick as we can, and then uh, maybe move on to some other topics. Uh, uh, yeah, let's let's start, though, with your relationship with the band. Uh, I think I saw you post on Twitter recently something along the lines of, like, you were really into them back in the day, but it took you until, like, 2018 or something like that to listen to the Black Parade. Yeah, I really just didn't. So was massively on board, sort of pre-revenge. How old? Um, sorry, if you don't mind me asking, like, how old were you at the time when you got into them? God, so when I got a CDR of Bullets, I was, like, 10 years old. Okay, and had it, so like... I was very young. And had Bullets, um, like, just come out, or...? Um... It had come out, but they'd also been touring with um, the UK band Funeral for a Friend. Okay. Um, so they were sort of the first band that took them on tour of Europe, I think. Um, my cousin was a big fan. You said She's it... a big fan of Taken Back Sunday as well. Okay, you said it was Funeral for a Friend that took them on yeah. tour in the UK? Okay, yeah. okay. I don't know if I'm familiar um, with them, actually. I think I've heard the name, though. They're like a, a kind of a similar vibe to Bullets. They're sort of kind of an amalgamation of post-hardcore light, I guess. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just sort of a alt-rock. That's cool. British uh, wave. So, yeah, you got into them when you were, like, very young, like, around 10 yeah, years old. Yeah, I was a kid. Um, so my cousin, like, had was very active and buying CDs. Um, her dad, her parents split up, and her dad would, like, give her money on the sly that her mom didn't know about and she would spend all on imports. Um, also, it was around the time of, like, file sharing and... Oh, so that was, like, uh, Like, CDs. So, yeah, it was, like, a big thing. Like, for my birthdays and Christmas, 
I'd get CDRs and then I'd go around to her house and like burn copies of all of her six CDs. That's dope. Nice. So you yeah. guys, you guys got imported CDs a lot from what the United States? Yeah. Well, you could get them from um, HMV we have, which is a chain. I know they still have them in Canada as well. Okay. Um. So they they had a big import section, so they'd get in you could request you could ask for cds oh okay. So i don't know if my cousin actually had a physical copy of bullets i very much doubt it but she was put on to the band through friends interesting um and that's how i got into mcr but um i was probably extremely excited for revenge coming out when that when that came out um I remember just Googling them constantly um, and then, buy- <laughs> yeah. and then yeah. begging my mom to buy the album when it came out. Man, you know, I yeah. I think that I maybe caught the end of like when a, when a band is like very, or I don't know, maybe people do still do this, but maybe it's just easier too because of like all the different social medias we have. But when you discovered a band that wasn't super big necessarily it wasn't on tv or radio or like anything super publicly accessible you were just like googling them like every day just to see like if they had played somewhere or like there's a new video of them because you're obsessed and a child or a teenager or whatever uh but now that like i think now that every band has like five or six options for social media and often fills out for several of them it's like oh i just go here for news you know yeah, like yeah. I I used to have to go to like the record stores after school and like if I couldn't, well, I, I couldn't afford fanzines and, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Oh yeah, that would have been the, the other the big music thing magazines. Too. So yeah. yeah, and go, so go to all the record stores, like a precocious preteen um, and then pick up if anyone had like dumped a freezing or... A listings magazine like I'd take them all I'd take them all home and I'd just that was my life I'd just scour everything I'd get secondhand copies of like Kerrang and Rock Sound from oh nice um, that's dope yeah family friends and friends and just I was just doing music oh that's cool yeah it's it's totally different how you do this kind of thing nowadays with like what would be this level of band at, at this time you know what I mean like, oh yeah yeah because like this is definitely the like the kind of thing that like i i don't well neither of us would have experienced really because like of the internet i guess like even though it wasn't quite what it is now with music and arts it was becoming that for sure and even when we were younger it was still like pretty accessible to just like look up some info on a band you know um so yeah that that's really cool though especially like being overseas like or where, where you are in the uk uh and like I, I guess a lot of american bands back then were uh, back in the mid-2000s really blowing up in like pop punk uh yeah so i i, I could i could understand why the the import section would would be such a big deal yeah but. the import section of hmv we have you know yeah, be interested wow. if anyone else hears this and is like, yeah, the import section of HMV was the place to be. Huh. I'm just like, learning this like stores, right now. Yeah. Yeah, record stores had like your hardcore and punk, but anything, you know, veering too close to 
more mainstream um, and chart stuff was obviously looked down upon and HMV yeah. was the place to go. But yeah, the two big CDs I begged for on import, actually there was a few, because there was um, the Used's first album and then maybe Memories when that came out, the in-between CD, DVD. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, um, weirdly enough, I think it was out of print in the UK, Richard Hell and the, the Voidoids Blank Generation, which is like obviously critically acclaimed and like a huge, a significant album in like the history of American punk, but was just out of print in the UK for some reason uh, on CD. I'm going to have to admit, I'm actually not familiar with what that is. Yeah, I've never heard of that <laughs> before in my life. So, yeah, Richard Hell. You're Hall, a real punk. Was, yeah. We're he was in he was in television and then um he was in oh, i'm i'm i sound like a real poser now he was in that <laughs> no. band with johnny thunders i've forgotten the name no it's cool i'm the one who um, pretends to like play in a punk band or whatever <laughs> yeah so it was like it was a real mix of like current stuff and then stuff that i was reading about in like old music magazines and books i was oh. like well that's how I got into um, Sonic Youth, who are a really big band for me as well. Oh, okay. Just through through books and and zines. Oh, that's sick, man. Yeah. Yeah. I, um, yeah, because now you just like, I don't know. It's just like, I don't know how you get into music nowadays. You, just, you, you know just, how hard it is to get music um, magazines, like where we are at least. Yeah. Like physical copies of them. Oh, yeah, I it's used to, impossible. We used to have, like, we had Borders, and Borders would... I had, had the floor space for a lot of magazines, but now we have, like, one newsagent's train, and you've got to go to a major city to for them to actually have, like, a stand yeah. with music yeah. magazines. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Like, I, I couldn't we imagine finding one. Nowhere. Not even in our state, I couldn't even imagine. Like, maybe Columbus, but I'm thinking, like, a big, a big city like Chicago. Yeah, you'd have to go to to find something like that. Yeah, just, like, otherwise you have to, you have to like buy them online and have them shipped. I remember when um, Mikey Way's uh, electric, the Electric Century uh, CD first came out. It was only on like uh, this issue of Kerrang, and like I c- couldn't get it anywhere physically, so I had to have it shipped from uh, from the UK and. Uh, Took like a month and a half, but I got it. Um, but that's the only uh, that's yeah. the only music magazine I've ever had was that one. Oh, was it? I bought it's... four of them though. I bought four copies. <laughs> <laughs> Kerrang is still like Kerrang is sold in every like store. Yeah, Kerrang's like, um, still a thing that I still, hear about. It's still a thing. Yeah, it's still in print. I think it's maybe monthly now as opposed to weekly are they yeah. the ones that do the k-pit is that their thing yeah okay yeah. okay yeah they do a lot more stuff online now but yeah, let I me tell you, you they does, are yeah. they are always uh up on frank aero they are yeah they're really into interviewing frank <laughs> and they're yeah. they're sort of the only they're the only magazine in circulation um pretty much all the other ones are like we had one called Q Magazine, which was more sort of adult, contemporary, and rock, um, and that's folded completely. So I think, I like, I haven't been to a store. <laughs> I haven't been to a store since February, but I'm pretty mm-hmm. sure Kerrang will be the only one still on the shelves. Yeah. 
Um, and it a... is. It's just it's the only magazine. Do you have like um, like alt press or like uh, what's the other one? Rolling Stone. Yeah, those are the only other so, two magazines over here. I so can we don't of. have. I've never seen alt press in person, but maybe oh, wow. um, our news. It we have WH Smith, which is a news agent chain where you go in and you mm-hmm. get your specialist magazines. Oh, but they're okay. they're like wildly, they're they're not niche magazines. They're just like wild. What wildly widely in publication mm-hmm. um and okay. they sometimes have imports so they definitely do get rolling stone but i've never seen an issue of alt press in the in the flesh That's oh crazy. wow they yeah. just um, did one all about frank Iero again rolling stone did no uh oh. Oh, a- ap press. yeah oh okay okay yeah, yeah alt press and kerrang yeah they're they're both constantly writing about. Maybe he's the only one they can get. I don't That's know. That's what I I think. I think that he's the only one willing to like talk to anyone at this point in time. They had Gerard on in a on the cover of Kerrang. They got an exclusive interview with him. Oh, I think it they? was um, for Umbrella Academy. Oh yeah. Season one. Oh okay. I mean, nothing related to MCR though. No. Yeah. Exactly. But it's, it was definitely like the only interview. He did with a music magazine was the one he did with Kerrang. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, probably at the time, that's all he really wanted to talk about. Yeah, he's yeah. probably trying not to talk about MCR. <sighs> yeah, you know. I wasn't allowed to. Um, George, how did you manage to not hear the Black Parade until 2018? Like, so- how is that <laughs> possible? Um, I heard like I heard the singles. Okay. The album. I didn't hear. Um, so once you heard I, it, what was your like your thoughts on it? Hearing it so many years, like disconnected from uh, when it released. I just sort of thought this is this is what I was expecting. Like, I wasn't shocked, um, but I think some of it. I think I probably appreciated hearing it now than I would have at the time because at the time I was too cool. Uh, yeah. um, which is why yeah. I never heard it. But now you're at a point in your um, life again where you're like, no, like put 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 that shit on. Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And so what? last year I sort of got into going. Um, so my friends um, all work in retail and they all work like weekends. And I used to until the pandemic worked um, a shift at a venue that closed at like half ten at night. Oh, okay. So if we wanted to see each other on weekends, we had to go, like, to a bar. And we started going to, like, stinking rock bars and, like, just because it was somewhere to go. And they were always playing, like, the Black Parade, um, the single in full. And my friend was like, how don't you know all the lyrics to this? I was like, because I genuinely haven't heard the album. <laughs> and he was crazy. he was shocked wow. and, like he was kind of disgusted and he was like, I can't believe, like I thought you were a real one. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, you might be more of a real one because you didn't know them. Yeah, honestly, yeah. like that's, that's when they started getting like, you know, really big. You're like, oh, I only like their early stuff. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> such a cool thing to yeah, say. Yeah, when that when that 10 year anniversary <laughs> record came out in 2016, that really ignited this whole new wave of like uh hardcore fans, I guess, and also new fans who think they're hardcore fans, maybe. Yeah. I see it online. I see it online like Yeah. 
yeah, all, you the, definitely all the see kids now, like 12, 13 year olds yeah. who <laughs> are just as into them as we were then. Yeah. Um, it, it, which is it, crazy the for kids like, were then. yeah, it's crazy for a band to be able to span like even just like a single generation Liter- like yeah, that. Yeah, literal generations. Oh, I've got a feeling what I'm going to say is probably going to kick off something else. Because okay. in, the, in the UK, leading up to the release of the Black Parade, we had the whole um, Daily Mail uh, suicide cult thing. What What is where, that? So um, there, was, there were two significant things. There was one, there was a... A teen who died by suicide, um, I want to say maybe late 2005, um, and had posted, do you know, I I don't know if if she'd posted it or the Daily Mail ran, do you remember that um, I'm an emo kid song that was like a parody song on MySpace? Oh, uh, I think I've heard it. I'm an emo kid, um, all about like how depressed it is. It's, It's like got a beat and it's like a really like obviously a parody song um the daily mail was like this is a real thing like (laughs) oh no (laughs) these kids are really into it it's really sick and um they're falling for an internet troll essentially like yeah they they turned it into like a, a major like satanic panic witch hunt sort of they were really going going for the kids and like warning and talking about um sort of uh there was a lot of stuff in the press about self-harm and um more and more kids were getting diagnosed with depression. Um and uh doctors were describing uh, describing prescribing antidepressants to teenagers um in a way that they hadn't really before in the early 2000s. Interesting. So there was sort of this, it was like a culture war brewing. So, um, that, so that was a legitimate thing over in the UK because I don't know if that was ever a real true thing that like happened as a was, wave over here. I think it's just kind of always yeah. been like that over here. <laughs> it was definitely a thing America's over here. And up. My Chemical Romance was sort of the band that they were just blowing like, up at the time. So it was oh, like, oh, this band. They're like a scapegoat. Who, yeah. yeah, this band who have fake blood oh, and okay. write I, songs about killing people. I feel like we always made jokes um, about that over here, but it never like was a real thing over here because we had like gun violence to worry well, about. Well, it it was a it was more of a thing like in like the late seventies to oh, to eighties over here. Yeah, we okay. had our own satanic panic. It was oh, just oh, a this, lot. Okay. Before. It was more like metal music yeah like the, okay. like uh i i yeah, yeah. okay I'm, I'm i'm following now yeah yeah i, I wasn't sure they're like this yeah. the okay. they're they're worshiping satan but ours were more to do with le- less to do with like suicide and more to do with murder yeah because anytime anybody got yeah. murdered they were like oh it's it's the satanists yeah it's like no you had the whole the wave like five years before that when you had yeah, Marilyn Manson and what have you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we, we, inter- interesting that you guys had a legitimate, like, emo music scare. Yeah, it was... So the Daily Mail is, like, a um, right-wing newspaper mm-hmm. owned by uh-huh. um, some uh, significant contrib- contributors to our right-wing government. Okay. Um, and as, as sort of, like, a historical 
newspaper, like they um, supported fascists continuously mm-hmm. up until, well, up until they stopped being called fascists and they just started being called right wingers. Uh, yeah. So, um, like Classic. some pretty like actual fascists they backed and supported. Um, so it's sort of a newspaper favoured by people on the right. Um, but I think it's also the most widely read newspaper. Mm. So there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, scaremongering. Well, it's all scaremongering and scapegoating. Yeah. Like the whole newspaper is. I see. Um, that's why it sells. So after that, after that um, thing happened, Gerard did a um, a speech. Uh, I want to say so it was. It was at one of them. He did a speech and like got everyone to chant "fuck the Daily Mail." Nice. I think yeah. it was Hell probably yeah. so. It was either Download or um, Redden and Leeds. So did you but ever yeah, go? They were famously bottled. Did you ever go see them? So I didn't. I didn't okay. go and see them because um, so they came to my city in two thousand and five. Um, it would have been the end of two thousand and five. Um. And I don't either. I wasn't allowed to go, or I didn't have any money to go and see them. And yeah. I was sort of coming out. Two thousand and five was when I was like pretending not to be. I was pretending to be a serious music fan, mm-hmm. and like not into music. Everyone else likes. Yeah. So I think that's probably why I didn't go. Um, yeah. But that's yeah. the first time they came into my city, and it was like it was a sold out show because they a tour because they'd like really blown up. Yeah, oh, um, at that by time, that time, yeah, for sure. Yeah, but I got tickets to go and see the um, return. I got a ticket for the last night at Milton Keynes. Hell yeah. Oh, now, hell yeah. Whenever it happens. Yeah. Whenever it happens. We have our tickets, um, too. You're going to see them once? Uh, we're supposed to see them also at Riot Fest, whenever that's going to be. Oh, yeah. We have tickets to Riot Fest, so yeah, we, we like should the see them week. twice. Yeah, well, they were supposed to be. I don't know yeah, when they're going to so be who, now. Who knows? Who knows um, what the future holds for us? I wanted to get, I wanted to get more than one ticket, more than one show, but it's just yeah, it's price so, wise, it's and it's, it's so competitive doable. over there because like yeah, I mean, you guys have less shows than yeah. than the U.S. You know, so oh, I, yeah. I assume it'll be much more competitive to get those tickets. Yeah, plus the honestly the. Like the reading um stuff, I don't watch a lot of like live performances like on YouTube or anything except for the reading performances because those are always like top notch. Yeah. Uh the um so the yeah they were bottled two thousand and six, that was a big thing in the papers as well. Um, it was like oh rock fans is turning on the emos, um because I think it's the same year that Brendan Urie was bottled as well. <laughs> Oh yeah, um, he was like he was knocked out. If anybody he deserves it, oh, he got hit with a bottle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. If anyone oh, deserves it, it's him. Well, that's pretty. Yeah. Sick. So I should probably like bottling culture um, at Red and Leeds specifically <laughs> is like a big thing that's talked about um, because Red and Leeds traditionally is a festival for um, rock and metal. Yeah. It started mm-hmm. diversifying in the uh, 2000s, early 2000s. Yeah. When with acts like Eminem, I guess they probably they probably had like Cypress Hill and stuff in the 90s, but yeah. Um, 
so you can imagine the demographic and oh, MCR yeah, played, yeah, they played before or after. No, they played after Slayer. Oh, that's so oh, oh. wow! The crowd okay. were huh. yeah, wow. The crowd, okay. you know, went really up to it. Interesting, because like when that happens over here, uh, you get like Woodstock '99, where like yeah, uh, fires happen and like a bunch of people die and. Uh, get stabbed and overdose uh over there it's like oh someone got hit with a bottle we got to shut the whole festival down yeah like i fucking wish man i wish we, we would just let hit things Brennan's... get way more out of control yeah. than they should be over well, here the woodstock 99 thing it was like uh it was something like metallica and uh i don't remember if megadeth was playing or not but like and then like rage against the machine like lit an american yeah. flag on fire on stage which is like fucking awesome but also probably pissed off a lot of people who who felt differently um uh, and then uh and then yeah they just burned the whole place down oh yeah the like whole full, field yeah well full, uh, there was like a religious group like handing out candles for some reason too which i don't know why anyone that's a conspiracy thought, we could talk about yeah we could talk about that at some point that'd be fun wow, yeah. once we're done solving 9-11 <laughs> yeah we're gonna solve it <laughs> yeah <laughs> The stuff with MCR being bottled definitely led into the whole because uh, there was in the UK and I guess in Mexico maybe a year after us as well um, the sort of metalheads would do this thing and circulate on social media about having days where they were going to beat up any emo they saw oh, God. and it's like first of all you know the the identifiers of and and limitations of what emo music is and that's the whole thing you know because culturally it meant one thing and then yeah yeah historically another yeah we kind of um, we kind of talked about ska the other night and i think i sort of circled <laughs> i think i sort of circled it into like how ska has changed how emo has also changed like what we call emo is much different from what we've called emo yeah. 5 10 15 years ago uh, and it's like almost it was, unrecognizable at this point. It was definitely the word the press used for MCR. Oh yeah, um, yeah, it's the word that Mike everyone were, uses for were it. Were emo, yeah, yeah. And then this stuff, the fuck the Daily Mail stuff, only made them, you know, write more about them. Mm-hmm. And um, there was a girl who died by suicide. I want to say she was only twelve or thirteen. Um, and then after she died. Um, the Daily Mail runner ran a hit piece on the Black Parade, um, and saying like it was a sinister cult, sinister cult of emo, um, making kids uh, self harm to initiate and then die. Oh, so this is where they go this to comes the afterlife. Because I've heard yeah, this, so I've the, heard of this. Yeah, okay. I didn't know so it came from the UK. I actually always thought it was a US thing that just like yeah, wasn't the very sinister big. cult of emo. Interesting. So I've read um, the book. Um, Fan Girls by Hannah Rose Ewins um, has a chapter on um, fans of my chem. And also, I think the book... What's the what's the book called? The, the unofficial book by the guy who interviewed them all those times for Kerrang. Uh, I think I, that touches upon it as well. I can't remember the name of that book, but I know the one you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, I think it touches upon it as well, because what happened was um, the fans took it upon themselves, um, I think via MySpace probably, um, to organise a protest, and they did a oh. sit-in at the Daily Mail's offices. 
Huh. That's pretty cool. That is pretty I, cool, yeah. Yeah, and I know of people who were there. It was in London. Um, and I know of people who made friends with other fans through that. That's really Which cool. I think is just like... Yeah, huh. When you think of um, fandom now, especially through Twitter and people meeting each other for, through going to shows, like... When you've got a band touring arenas, it's probably yeah. harder to meet up. Yeah. But when you're yeah. going and doing sit-ins at, a, at the head offices of a newspaper for yeah, writing yeah. Hit, pieces, hit pieces on your favourite band, like, yeah, I just think there's something people. really, really significant about that particularly because I definitely think it was a, um, it was, it was a moment. Man. And I, I do think, like I mentioned, Hannah Rose Ewins, who wrote the book Fangirls, wrote mm. about it. Uh-huh. And I know there's been some like retrospectives about that actual, I think they called it a march, but it was like a sit-in when they stormed the Daily Mail's offices. I don't know how many kids there were, but I think it's probably a significant um, event in sort of the history of the band. Man, yeah. I don't think people realised how big the band actually were. Black Parade went number one, the single and I think the album in the UK. Oh yeah, it but was a huge, the, huge record. Yeah, yeah. Like they headlined a... download that year as well. Oh yeah, like um, they they were like the face of like they they basically turned Hot Topic into what it is now over here. Like they. They inspired like a whole look, a whole culture, like a, yeah. a, a whole thing that was like maybe dormant in like goth culture, but was yeah. never, never this like basically pop culture thing. Not yeah. even basically, it was a pop culture thing. Like, like the word emo was, was like a buzzword for fucking oh, they were years. Ph- they were phenomenon. Yeah. And, and the word emo but, is synonymous with my chemical romance, whether we yeah. like it or not. Yeah. Um, but being being like oh, yeah. blamed specifically for the deaths of kids and having um this sort of scaremongering and reporting about um rising rises in like antidepressant prescriptions and it was it was a culture war and I don't think enough I, th- I don't think enough people realized at the time but now that people of my generation are of the age where they're writing and they're commissioning they're editing pieces for publications it's sort of being reflected on and spoken about as being an important moment and an important band because they did as cliche as it is they did save a lot of lives yeah i mean that's you know what the song is about even yeah i was actually yeah, gonna ask yeah. do you have any thoughts on this particular song uh, i know it's been a minute we haven't really gotten to that but we're talking <laughs> about some very interesting stuff like how how does ambulance sit with you? Because I think we we came to some very interesting conclusions on the episode uh, that I I, w- I want to know if like you you kind of came to the same uh, thoughts or feelings on it. So are you um, reading into it as a song about the band and the fans? Absolutely. That's what. Yeah, that's why that was maybe it. Yeah. That's why he's gone on record to say Gerard. Um, I, I want to hear what you have to say about it yeah, first, though. Yeah, you go Before ahead. I get into my hot takes. Because I think, I think probably the same thing. But going back to the time it was written, um, 
they'd obviously been on that tour for like two years. Mm-hmm. They'd come face face to face with a lot of well, thousands, hundreds of thousands of fans who taught them they saved their life, and I know the the pressure was on them, and through the recording process of what we now know as conventional weapons, um, yeah. I, I don't know. <laughs> Lots of thoughts. Uh, we difficult difficult to put them together. Oh no! Don't don't worry. We already said the yeah. super harsh fucked up shit during the episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, do Do you wanna wanna maybe cover how we concluded on this, or at least some thoughts that we had on it, uh, Frank? I'm like I'm torn on it because on the one hand, I feel like it could be from the perspective of the fan, like, you know. This band saved my life. Uh, they'll always be here for me. But then I also am getting from it, Gerard's kind of like, don't do that. Like, he's like, you don't know anything about me. Like, Yeah, it's almost like he's saying, like, yeah. don't don't read into this so much. Like, Yeah. Like, which is maybe something you kind of need to say sometimes, uh, which I, I don't think I said during the episode, but, like, maybe sometimes as, like, a performer, you need to tell your fans, like, hey, like, yeah, it's, it's just music. It's not he- at a certain point, like, and uh, it's not healthy to like yeah. base your your whole identity and like your life, your reason for living around like these people that you don't know. Yeah, which I think a lot of people on the uh, on the uh, MCR Twitter need to realize. Yeah, um, for sure. Uh, but I think that's funny because like coming back to George's story about them, it's like clearly. They were also a way to connect with, 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 you know, people who shared similar interests and maybe become friends through that. And, like, not just similar interests. I mean, similar, like, worldviews, you, you know, like doing a yeah. sit-in because you like this band and, and you think that this fascist publication is, like, talking yeah, shit on them. it's about more than just a band. Yeah. Like, that's how you you get further into, like, you know politics yeah definitely and they're they definitely have been a political band like the whole time maybe not in every single song but uh as a whole i'm gonna say yeah i definitely think that too um not so much today as as individuals yeah oh don't definitely not today maybe Maybe a little bit let down by a... Uh, yeah, we, yeah, we've also someone. covered that a bit, too, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about that. Yeah. yeah. Sadly, that's being just, an ongoing theme. Yeah. it's Sadly, that's just a thing that I think happens to a lot of people as they get older. Like, when like you know... or just in general? Like, famous musicians. Yeah. I mean, they like... They just, like, play it safe. Yeah, it's like, you know, when you're young, it's all about rebellion and fuck capitalism. And then when you get old and you need to retire, then you're like, actually, I need you to keep pushing products and pushing my music so I can continue to live. Actually, capitalism's good. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, it's interesting. Sure. It's interesting though that this then came before Danger Days, which is a um, damning critique on capitalism mm-hmm. yeah. and uh, government. Well, I think, I think maybe after Danger Days is when the the band members as a whole or as individuals, whatever, kind of 
decided, okay, I'm actually going to kick my feet up and cash in for a while as long as I can and maybe explore other avenues too, because like I can do other stuff now. Uh, and clearly that's what a lot of them have done. Yeah. Uh, you know, Frank has continued to do music and Ray does more behind the scenes music stuff and Gerard's doing Umbrella Academy. Like, you know, they're all, they're all doing their own thing. I, I don't know what Mikey's up to. I assume he's buying, yeah. buying cool he's... cell phones. <laughs> it's hats. Oh, it's hats now. Yeah. Oh, it's been hats for <laughs> oh, a while. Okay. Oh. I'll show you some pictures of his oh, really cool. ugly we'll hats. Nice. But, um, no, he, he's still doing band stuff, but he's also been doing uh, comic book stuff oh, as well. Okay. So yeah, like I, I can understand like once you get to that point, like cashing in on it. But yeah, at the time of conventional weapons, it's it's very interesting to to hear uh maybe a, a song that might just be Gerard Way saying like like leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> like, Thinking of it in that context and the the things that he said on stage during revenge and the speeches that he gave that are like canonized in um live videos and in life on the murder scene yeah and then the statement that they were making um during the black parade and sort of the entire band being defiant against the industry yeah um and then coming into danger days and obviously it, like i said it's a it's a mission statement it's against uh government and capitalism but then to say what this what it feels like this song is saying i don't know no it, i don't know it's comp it's, it's complex yeah i it i is. go back and forth with it because like i don't know i i want to believe in the the message of it all and i think i think that's all that's left honestly is um like an old memory of them you know i think we kind of have to preserve them the way we felt about them like back then when they were giving us that message. Now, I do also think that there's a good potential that some of the conventional weapons lyrics were placeholder lyrics, uh, potentially, but they could also be the final product. I don't know. I don't know how finished this record is. Like it seems pretty darn that's, finished. That's another thing. Yeah. It's like, always in, it's always at the front of my head. Like whenever is I this, hear anything, like, is this the final product or was Gerard going to be like, ah, oh, actually I'm going to change this up. Or was the record label going to step in and say, Hey, let's change this. Or was this just going to be fucking, you know, burned a CD and put on the shelves. And, yeah. and, and also what order we, we we're, we're going to maybe one day try to figure out what order they were meant to go in. Because they clearly aren't are not meant to go on the or order that the singles are. I, yeah. I fucking hope not. Yeah. <laughs> it it would be very strange if if uh, these two slow sad songs just came like right next to each other toward the end of the record. Yeah. <laughs> um, not not the one that we're talking about. D- different songs. Uh, my hottest my hottest my can take is about sequencing. Yeah. Ooh, sorry, which song? Um, about the. So- Sequencing oh, sequencing. The, oh, sorry. It's about sequencing, yeah. Sorry, I was messing with my headphones. Uh, yeah. Uh, should I let it out? Go for it. I don't know. Like sequencing. No, of... okay. No, I'm not okay. I promise. It doesn't fit in where it is on three tiers. Where do you think it, it should go? The start or at the end? Did you say Helena? No, I'm or... not okay. Oh, I'm, I'm not, not okay. I'm not okay. Oh, sorry. I. Somehow it totally missed that. Okay. It doesn't fit in. You think I'm not okay? It doesn't fit and in. And I as, argue about this all three. the time. You know, yeah, I just don't. I don't know. 
Um, That's a pretty hot take. Conceptually, with the entire album. Yeah, I I do see that as as um as far as like the uh, the the story behind it goes, I can agree with that. <clears throat> I think this That's was my like hottest take. They, you know, it it was the big single. It was the big catch. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think I'm not. Ba- I'm not saying it's not a banger. I think no, I the, I th- I can agree with you. I think back in the yeah. day, Valid. putting your one of your big jams as track three was like a thing. And like, cause I, I think back then it was like, okay, we got to have like an insane intro song that probably sounds nothing like the rest of the record. And then we'll have a track two. It'll just be whatever. And then track three is the single. Yeah. And then, then, then the rest of the record happens after track three. Yeah. But I like, I, I definitely remember a couple records that I got like pre uh, like pre 2010, maybe where the third song was for whatever reason, the big radio single that I was familiar with. Um, I don't know why that is. I, I'll have to find some examples of that in my spare time, but I, I definitely, I definitely feel like it, it's only become a recent thing to make track like one, two, three, four, your singles. And then the rest of your garbage is the end of the record. And that's just because of streaming. Yeah. Like that's why we, that's why they front load albums now. But back then, yeah. like you didn't really front load albums. Like there was no need to, because the point, the point was sequencing. Like, you know, the point was yeah, it to flows. take you on a journey. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think you make a good point though. I think I'm not okay really could go you say beginning or end? Yeah, I just I don't feel like it I feel like the the sequencing on that album is so crystal clear and like perfect apart from that song. I, I, I understand. <laughs> um I don't know, man, if you open that with, with I'm not okay as like the mission statement, that would be that would really be something. Maybe if you just did it as like its own single, yeah, you know, just take it off the record entirely. Yeah. <laughs> oh hey, before we go, uh, did you did you manage to order the makeup set? No. No. Doesn't ship to the UK. Oh, oh dude, that's fun. Um, that's stupid. Let's so say Frank got one. I, I mean, on, it's not here yet. I was on the website, like, and I would I did the search bar thing because I saw someone say that the products were being listed, mm-hmm. um, like someone on an Instagram fan page or something had said, oh, they've they've definitely been listed and they're logged in the site. It's yeah. just a matter of time. So I went on the page at whatever time it was um, and saw nothing was there. So I went to the, the drop down the search bar and searched it and got it and put it in a basket and they don't ship it to the UK. And oh. apparently it's a licensing issue. What a shame. That sucks. So what a shame. I thought maybe it would be like, with shipping and especially this time of year with shipping um but apparently it's a licensing issue man well rest, yeah. in, rest in peace uh you, your face or i guess uh yeah. and not being able to dress up like uh any member of my couple of romance there's no way you yeah. can do it now you're gonna have to stick I to mean, it. I've, I've done it before you're gonna have to stick to the enema nurse now put the big x's yeah. over your eyes I didn't That's do the luck. X's, but I did um, <laughs> revenge Frank, blown out red eyes down to like halfway down the cheek. Oh, love that nice. look. Um, nice. The last time I went out before the pandemic, like the last time I saw any of my friends, the last time I did anything, I went to a um, emo night. <laughs> Hell yeah. Which nice. It was, it was like, I was just in with um, 
couple of friends, like a couple of groups of friends had went. So uh, people I knew were going to be there and like one of my best friends I went with. But they, it was just, it was people like older than me. Yeah. Or people really younger than me. Hmm. And then the friends of friends who are Gen Z, who are 21, 22, mm-hmm. would just turn into me every other song and be like, what is this? I'm like, this is Beaten Heart Baby by Head Automatica. And they're like, who's that? And then they were like, what's this? And I'm like, oh, this is a cover of Boys of Summer by the Ataris. And it was just that the entire night. Interesting. So you, you were just kind of there to explain what emo music yeah. was. The like they knew Fall Out Boy. Yeah, like they knew they knew MCR, they knew yeah, they're gonna know the, the big like, ones. Yeah, they knew Paramore, like anything else. They're like, what is this? That's like an important like, role. Taken Back Sunday. Yeah, you know, you, you you are being a very important role to them. Yeah, the like emo historian. The, the it's important. It's important to have someone like that so that we don't repeat the mistakes of our past. But uh. No, thanks for sharing your uh, your stories from uh, from, a, from a world that I I've never <laughs> I've never had the chance to go to. I've never been overseas before, and I definitely would not have known about uh, early two thousand early to mid two thousands like emo and pop punk culture uh, at all. Yeah, no, anything know. anything I can do to spread the word of uh, what what life was like back then. Yeah, um, we've learned a lot. Live Journal, I mean, Live Journal was bought out, wasn't it? But I think it was. I think okay. there's still, I think there's still a, a document of that time on there, maybe with a photo bucket and tiny pic pictures, like yeah, yeah, removed. Um, but MySpace, yeah, it's all gone. Self imploded. Thank you, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> um, <laughs> if that's all gone. So it's just people like me being like, oh, I remember when uh, the Daily Mail wrote this hit piece? Yeah, I mean, who who would have thought that so much of the internet would just be wiped from history? Yeah, Gone, not even... Gerald Way, Public Enemy number one, corrupting their kids. <laughs> uh, but hey, you know, if it, if it weren't for bands like this to uh, literally blow up parts of the internet, uh, then, you know, what what would we have? Just boring shit. Yeah. Boring shit definitely, and definitely. I think Afro Man would be bigger. <laughs> Not physically, I'd like like <laughs> like I, I mean maybe, maybe he would also be larger, but that would that would be kind of interesting. Uh you know, I think he'd be more popular, is what I mean. I think we should have Afro Man grow a bit though. I think it'd be cool if he grew like three or four feet. It was just like an enormous person. Are you familiar with Afro Man, Georgia? Well, we had we had um the Jay and Silent Bob movie that he was in. I don't yeah, know if he's in it or we he had, just the um Before I Got High was like a kind of big hit over here. And the yeah. only other the only other like kind of hit he had was um is it called Call Forty Five? I think yeah, I think Call Forty Five. Yeah. I think that's the other so one. So they were they were definitely like the radio edits were definitely on like compilation albums when they were a thing. You know he still plays um, he Is still, he still? Yeah, he still performs over he's still here. Still touring, he, yeah. Yeah, he toured over here. He played in a a, a city a, like a like a like a, a suburb of Akron called Barberton. He played at a bowling alley like two years ago. <laughs> that's really that's really like. I don't think he had a backing band of any sort. I think not, he provided like he's doing his a own. PA. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. I think he like went up there with like 
like a big ass boombox or something, or like he he was doing his own music, his own sound. We have uh, we have a similar yeah. we have a similar um, vibe over here, but it's kind of it's nights for students and throwback nights. But the the acts that do that are, it's normally Coolio and uh, Fat Man's Coop. I've heard I, I've UK? heard of Coolio. Hell yeah. yeah! I've heard of Coolio. Who's the other person? Fat Man's Coop. I don't think I know them. Fat Man Scoop had, he definitely had like two or three UK hits. Okay. Um, I think I know Coolio of, though. Of the Crooklyn clan. Coolio had some US yeah. hits. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are, the, they are like the two uh, American acts who like rock up with a PA system. Oh yeah. They, they were just, doing okay. an appearance and then they're always touring for whatever reason. Wow. They're always over here. Huh. Well, you know, I'm glad they're still doing it. Maybe one day MCR will do the same. We'll just pull up with their own gear. <laughs> they're really old. No one cares. Uh, well, hey, thanks for uh, thanks for joining us, Georgia. Thanks for sharing your, your stories. Um, where can everyone find you? My pleasure. Um, on Twitter, it, it's Kami Ray Jepsen, like Carly Ray Jepsen, but the O is a zero. Fantastic. Someone else came up with that pun before I did. Yeah, but I think... I think you're doing it better. Yeah, thank you. For sure. Well, hey, follow uh, follow uh, George on Twitter. And, Stream uh, dedicated side B. What is that? That's the Carly Rae Jepsen album from this year. <laughs> oh, oh, okay, yeah. Uh, so shout out Carly Rae Jepsen. Shout out Georgia. Um, yeah, uh, well, you have a good night, Georgia. I'm going to kill this recording. and. Uh, thank you. Yeah, of course. I don't care about nothing, man. Roll another blunt. Yeah. I was gonna clean my room until I got high. I was gonna get up and find the broom, but then I got high. My room is still messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, yeah, cause I got high. I was gonna go to class before I got high. Come on, y'all.